0: That was Steve Stern and Dan Schultz. Just go to the site. We have a unique opportunity to destroy the Democratic Party as a national political institution from school boards, the county commissions, the state legislatures, to the House and Senate. But we have to deliver. And once we win the House, do we have a better Speaker of the House than MTG?
1: That's amazing. courage
0: <laughs> are we gonna need her as speaker of the House to take it to the Democrats all right we got to. we gotta bring I gotta get Jeff on here oh, no, for the gonna, thing but on. I got a plane to catch yeah Jeff, we, we I got go a plane cap. to we catch
2: have to go. but yeah. you do you believe the machine's gotta go
0: I'm a machine guy it's yeah, go. Steve's <laughs> a machine guy now. <laughs> If we convince him, it only Roger took. Is it, already a machine it, now. It, it oh, only, yeah, it only took eight hours, but I'm there. <laughs> you guys are terrific. You're the backbone of the country. Remember, on November 8th, we got to win. We have to close, and then the hard work starts. The, the hard work starts,
1: and I promise you, I will be there, holding our party accountable to get the job done for all of you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike.
2: I want to tell. I want to tell. How about with the communication to the country, Marjorie and Steve have gotten the word out. God bless you both.
0: And that's the second term. Second term kicks off with firing Ray, firing Fauci. Now, I actually want to go a step farther, but I read the president is a kind-hearted man and a good man. I'd actually like to go back to the old uh, times of Tudor England. I'd put the heads on pikes, right? I'd put them at the two corners of the White House as a warning to federal bureaucrats. Either get with the program, or you're gone. Time to stop playing games. Blow it all out. But put Rick Renell today as the interim head of the FBI. That'll that'll light some that'll light them up, right?
1: Thank you for coming, everyone. This is this is an important issue that we need to talk. The American people have endured terrible things over the past year due to the shutdowns from COVID-19. And I'm very proud to sponsor the Fire Fauci Act. And I'm grateful to my colleagues here for co-sponsoring this bill because the American people deserve answers. The Fire Fauci Act will bring Dr. Fauci's salary down to zero and also will require the Senate to confirm someone to fill
2: his position.
0: Okay, welcome. It's Monday, 22 August, year lord 2022. It is a historic day, uh, Dr. Fauci. You can run, but you can't hide. He finally announced his resignation today or his a retirement. It'll be in December. Said he wants to travel, needs to travel. Well, he shouldn't travel too far because the hearing is going to start in January. We want to bring in Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congressman Greene, you were the first one to kick this off with the Fire Fauci Act. Walk us through what, what your thinking was at the time. And, and what did you think today when you heard about his uh, retirement, ma'am?
1: Well, I, I thought to myself, finally, Paige, I mean... Look at this, We come. I come from the private sector and, and all the great people that love War Room and watch your show. We come from a world where people retire around the average age of 64, 65 years old. They don't continue to just get to do their jobs no matter how bad they mess up, no matter how bad they hurt people or even kill people. But Dr. Anthony Fauci and the unelected bureaucrat in our federal government get to carry on and carry the weight and responsibility of massive decisions. And here's what we really have to think about. We have to think about what this is doing, what this is doing to our country. But I think the reaction for everyone should be finally, finally he is stepping down, but really he should be in jail, Steve. He should be in jail because what has happened to not only the American people from COVID-19, but it's also people from all around the world. It's it's not just injuries, deaths, Um, horrible hospital costs, people dying alone in in hospital rooms, dying alone in nursing homes. But it's children's education delayed by years. Um, Small businesses that shut their doors and will never reopen again. People lost their First Amendment rights. Churches closed. Freedom of speech was shut down. The American people lost so much and so did the entire world due to Dr. Anthony um, Fauci's Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein-style experiment. And it's nice that he gets to just step down and retire. But no one's going to be celebrating because Republicans in Congress, when we take back the House seat, we need to be investigating. And we should be locking up Dr. Anthony
0: Fauci. So walk us through that process. We're going to talk about the primaries tomorrow in Florida and New York. And we're going to talk about uh, November 8th and uh, what uh, occurred over at the summit that you were involved in yesterday. But walk us through when we went and take over. You say you should be in jail. Walk us through the House investigation. How do you see this playing out? People look to you as someone that's action oriented and is going to deal with them straight. So what should this audience, people going out and knocking on doors on these primaries are all giving money, giving of their time. You saw it at the summit over the weekend. Uh, what's going to happen in January under new management of the House of Representatives, ma'am? Well, Steve, you know
1: why I ran for Congress. You've heard me tell my story over and over again. I ran for Congress because I was sick and tired of Republican talk with no action. Sick and tired of, of Republicans that when they hold power, they don't know how to use power. The Democrats know how to do that. And we have watched it happen uh, for the past year and a half now and a little longer. We've watched the Democrats wield power in a way that it should never be used, to mishandled, abused. But Republicans, when we get into power... We need to use it similar in similar ways, but not abusive ways. We don't need to We don't need to be communists like the Democrats are, but what we have to do is we have to bring accountability, and that's something that Republicans never, ever do. They never bring accountability. So when it comes to investigations, every single committee in the United States House of Representatives has to be an oversight committee, but there has to be a follow-up action to that. And that's where I come in, and I think that's where I'm looking forward to some of Great new America First members of Congress that will be joining us in January is they're looking for the same thing, and they're not going to go back to their districts and tell all the great people that you just mentioned. Many of them that we saw this weekend at the at the summit where Mike Lindell was presenting so much information. Those people have worked too hard for their new members of Congress and people like me and many others to let them down. So that's where when we reveal information coming out of these very important. Um, oversight investigations through all the committees, we have to demand follow-up action. And that means that Republicans have to be bold, fearless, and tough enough to actually do things that they've never done before. Because if we do not step in and, and do these bold things, like impeaching Merrick Garland, like holding Dr. Anthony Fauci accountable for all the COVID deaths and the horrible things that have happened and the people that work with him. It's not just him. There's other people behind the scenes. If we aren't willing to to pursue action behind the investigations that we are able to to perform, then the American people will lose trust in us. And I think it'll be very difficult for Republicans to gain back that trust and, and ever be able to hold the majority again. So I think it's time for Republicans to deliver. And Steve, I very much look forward to helping make that happen and holding my own party accountable.
0: Congressman Green, uh, you were the very first one, I think, in in, in the House to really step forward uh, back in the days when Fauci was being lionized by everybody and saying, hey, we got a problem here, right? I'm putting forward a bill. I'm looking for co-sponsors. I want a zero salary, but I also want to hold him accountable. You just want to blow out primary uh, a couple of months ago in, in your district. If you went around your district today on the announcement of Fauci and about investigations, what would be the one or two things that your constituents would tell you that they want to look into? What is What are their biggest beefs? With Dr. Fauci?
1: Well, what they really want to know is what happened with COVID and, and how COVID got created. They want to know about the gain of function research and they want to know how their tax dollars played a role in that and what relationship it had to the Wuhan lab. People in my district and also people all across our country, Steve, they not only want to know how COVID was created, but they also want to know why vaccines were mandated and the creation of the of the vaccines. Why is it the mRNA technology, the only technology that was allowed to be used? And why was why was so much money given to big pharma um, for these vaccines to be rushed through? And then the biggest question I think that that most people aren't asking, and there, we're, there's so many stories that need to be told and we need to have those people come to our oversight hearings. But it's people who have have had terrible things happen to them since they received the vaccine real vaccine injuries and even loved ones that they had died that they claim and have reported on the VAERS system that could be related to COVID vaccine. But you see, it continues, Steve. The problem is it's still continuing because now they're forcing these COVID vaccines on children and they want to give it to children. And it's so so incredibly terrifying because it's at the same time, we are seeing information coming out of studies telling the truth that many pregnant women um, and women that had mis- miscarriages could tell you is that 44% or possibly more of pregnant women miscarried their babies after receiving the COVID-19 vaccines. These are things that we need to investigate. These are people that we need to talk to. And this is a type of, of things that people in my district and all across the country are, are demanding to know about Dr. Anthony Fauci. He doesn't just get to step down and retire. He owes answers to the entire world.
0: So I just want to be clear because MSNBC is going to be playing the clips tonight of of you on the show. And uh, I just want to make sure this is what you're hearing from your constituents. this is just not Marjorie Taylor Greene that has some beef with uh, with Anthony Fauci. This is what your constituents are sending you to this new Congress to do.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Not, Not just my constituents, but it's people all over the country. And you want to know why MSNBC and the mainstream media really don't talk to those people and have no idea what they really have to say? Because it's been big tech that has colluded with the Biden White House to silence them and censor them. Steve, don't forget that my personal Twitter account was one of those accounts that got permanently banned uh, for spreading so-called COVID misinformation. when When in reality, I was just asking questions and also telling the truth and giving my opinion as a member of Congress about what we should and shouldn't be doing. But you see the whole reason why uh, you know, CNN and MSNBC and all these people that think they know better than all of us, the people, the wonderful people that watch Warring, is they don't know what they have to say because their voices have been completely silent. But I, to- I talk to them every day, every single day when I go home, when I go to the grocery store, when I go out to dinner, when I go to the park, when I, when I walk through my own neighborhood, I talk to people all the time and I'm telling you exactly what regular Americans have to say. And that's just what they have to say about Dr. Fauci and COVID. They have a lot more to say about where our country is and how they feel about it.
0: You spent Friday with Anna Paulina Luna in a big rally with Kimberly Guilfoyle in Florida. Then you went to Sabatini's rally. You had a huge rally there, and then you went to the summit. Give us your sense of the primary in Florida tomorrow. What's your sense of where MAGA is right now as far as uh, being uh, ascendant, ma'am?
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Steve, and you know it to be true because you talk to these people just like I do. MAGA is sweeping the nation. But the problem is the political consultants that are able to basically put makeup on on someone and make them look MAGA, when in reality, they are all rhino. And there's a lot of money that goes behind that. So a lot of times voters can be deceived into still voting for candidates that that truly are not Make America Great Again. They're truly not America First. But I'm so excited to, to support the great candidates that I'm supporting because that's exactly who they are. And so I am really hoping to see people turn out uh, for these wonderful candidates in Florida uh, tomorrow on Tuesday. I can't wait to see people reelect Matt Gaetz, one of my strongest allies in Congress. We need him in there to keep fighting for us. And I'm really hoping that, and I and I think they do see, because we talked to a lot of those people this weekend at the summit, people are starting to be able to see through that, that MAGA makeup that the political consultants can can put all over rhinos. They're starting to figure it out. And I'm so happy that they're paying close attention and doing all the hard work that they're doing, helping these candidates get elected.
0: Congressman, can we get can you uh, tell us I think you've got a pack that you're out supporting candidates throughout the country. Can you give us all your social media information, but particularly where people can go to and if they're so inclined to uh, support your efforts to make sure we get MAGA candidates into the uh, into the House of Representatives? Yes,
1: absolutely. dot S-A-S-S-P-A-C.com, S-A-S-S-P-A-C.com. That's the that's leader pack, leadership pack that I use, Steve, to help these candidates, help them campaign, um, help support them financially and bring them into Congress. And I just, I love it when people help out. It's a huge deal. And then my my campaign website is mtgforamerica.com, mtgforamerica.com mtg4america.com. MTG4America.com. You guys, I'm not supported by lobbyists or the corporate PACs in Washington. Only by great people like you, and I always appreciate your help. But Steve, it's going to be a huge day tomorrow. I cannot wait to watch the turnout in the elections, and I also can't wait to hear what people have to say about how hard Mike Lindell worked and all the people that turned out this weekend. That was a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> we're gonna have a, a we're gonna have an honor of Dr. Fauci, the funeral song. Congressman Green, thank you very much, MTG, in the House. We're going to take a short break honoring uh, Dr. Fauci's demise, his retirement, or his defections, people say. Back in the moment. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy Nine eight nine eight, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to nine eight nine eight nine eight to claim your free, no obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold.
3: War room, pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
4: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
3: War room, pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back.
0: Uh, Remember, go to, particularly for all the college kids going back, the people you're bundling off, remember, keep their soccer trophies, but make sure you kit them out when they go to school. Uh, MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. Sales everywhere. Buy one, get one free. You got sheets, you got pillows, towels, slippers, robes, everything they need to make sure that all they can focus on is their studies, as you know, people in college do. So make sure you bundle them off, kit them out, go to My pillow.com promo code worm get the best deals the best sales the best buy one get ones freeze So go there check it out today i um, do and I want to thank Mike Lindell just an extraordinary the summit was absolutely amazing we'll talk more about that later let's go to Anthony Sabatini we're staying in Florida the huge uh, primary tomorrow particularly for these MAGA candidates are uh, running hard through the tape the Trump endorsed candidates Anthony Sabatini Florida 7 Anthony you've now I think officially set a record for us is the first time we've seen you not in a car we we were actually questioning where the house was in the district or if the car was your residence. Talk to us about that.
5: Well, Steve, usually I'm out in the field knocking doors. Our campaign uh, actually broke the state record for door knocking. We hit 103,000 physical households, which is by far a state record. I don't know anybody who's hit 50,000, which is why I'm always usually in the car. Today I get to relax just for a little bit, do some media hits. And I'm here in my beautiful little house that we built a couple of years ago. And, uh, not
0: hold it. hold hold it. When did your guys with hundred and three thousand doors you knocked on and your team made personal contact or or left a hanger with a, uh, with a, with a voter with a citizen?
5: One hundred and three physical, hundred three thousand physical houses we hit sixty thousand houses by gated communities down here. So we hit sixty thousand ungated houses and then hit the same houses another forty five, forty seven thousand times on top of the. Uh, we hit 45,000 of the 60,000 a second time it is by far a state record nobody's ever done that we had 25 full time canvassers full time uh, we kind of kept it quiet didn't broadcast our moves to our enemies but this is what we've been focused on i personally hit close to 5,000 my wife hit another 4,000 and uh, that's what we've been that's what we've been doing getting the message to the people we don't do what they call lit dropping we don't just drop it off on the door handle we actually knock on the door talk to the voters we hit we talked to 27,000 individual people in this race. And that's why when the McCarthy and swamp money came in against me, the 1.4 million, it really hasn't changed the polls that much because people already knew me. They knew me. They knew my team. They know the guys, the MAGA guys, they walk around with a MAGA hat and a Sabatini shirt at every door. And so they, they weren't swayed by the false ads.
0: No, this is the way that MAGA has to run. Cause you're always going to be the, the establishment. is always going to have more money as you went around and actually made the contact with the 27,000. Tell me what the district is telling Anthony Sabatini about the nation and the direction of the
5: nation. Well, they're extremely angry generally at the Biden administration. They're mad at the Biden administration and they're mad. The Public are not fighting hard enough. They always want real solutions. They don't want to hear messaging. They say, what are you going to do? What are you committing to do? Uh, you know, they're very suspicious of most Republicans. Uh, thankfully in my little trifold pamphlet, I demonstrated everything that I've done for the last four years. In fact, I tell them, I say, listen, the fact that this congressional district even exists is because guys like DeSantis and the Warren Posse push to get through a good congressional map that are good for the country, good for the state, and not being weak like the, some of the legislators in Florida originally wanted to do, which was going to create three new Democrat seats. So, you know, that sort of uh, actual physical manifestation of, of what we've done, you know, telling them, listen, you know, this seat's in play because we have strong people who have been fighting, along with all the other rest of the record, you know, how it helped get rid of the state vaccine mandate that exists on the books and stop the COVID tyranny here in Florida, uh, stop the insane critical race theory, uh, fight for all different types of conservative parental rights, um, things like that, you know, stop the Biden crime wave. We passed a bill to stop the lawless rights that existed during the george floyd uh, uh crazy riots that uh, erupted in 2020 people see the record and that's why they've been uh, attracted to my campaign over the folks that talk about some of the issues but don't have the record of actual demonstrated fighting
0: anthony as you're out and about today how can people follow you on social media how they still find out more about the campaign this is a campaign is a total grassroots campaign this is a classic anthony and a Polina, you know, it's just like the Joe Kent, you're always going to get hammered. You're always going to get hammered with uh, with more money. So how do people find you?
5: SabatiniForCongress.com is the website, sabatini And the social media handle and also forms of social media is at Anthony Sabatini. They can reach out uh, any last minute donations or help. If you know uh, friends or family in the district here in Seminole and Volusia counties, give them a call, give them text, let them know what's going on. And uh, hope they're in their support. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steve.
0: MAGA's ascendant, Anthony Sabatini, running in Florida 7. Thank you very much. Okay, by the way, lots of numbers. A poll over the weekend that showed that uh, 74% of the country think we're on the wrong track. 38%. I think, no, over 40% think America's best days are in back of it. We'll never turn this thing around. Super depressing numbers, except for MAGA, who knows that we're fighting through this. We're going to take control here before too long and set things right, as we say. Also, uh, natural gas hit a 14-year high today. Uh, Citibank said in England they expect 18.6% inflation right now. Uh, of course, the VIX uh, for the market opens today on fire. So a lot of turbulence in the second hour. We're going to have Philip Patrick from Birch Gold, Dr. Peter Navarro, and our own Dave Walsh on energy, this energy situation. Uh, ben Harnwell was going to join us here. Really, for this energy situation and to take down the German government. I've been saying this forever. Take down other governments, too. Let me go back to Mike Davis about the situation in, in, uh, in Mar-a-Lago. Mike, I, in, in over the weekend, Mike, at the summit were thousands of, of patrons there for the weekend. I had so many great compliments about you. And what people really appreciate is how you break down certain things that other people on TV don't do. So they really understand this whole kind of Supreme Court system and the judicial system. The, and so nomenclature is very important for us. I want to go back to OLC. This is one of the most, and I didn't even know OLC existed. I'm not a lawyer uh, until I got into the White House. And then it hit me, given my years at Goldman Sachs and hostile takeovers in M&A, you you have the best law firms in the country on M&A, whether it's Wachtell Lipton Lipton, or Cravath or Davis Polk or Sullivan and Cromwell, and they are in the investment banker at the board. They always write what's called fairness opinions along with the investment bank to protect Uh, to give uh, protection to the board of directors that they, you know, they, they fulfilled their fiduciary responsibility. OLC is essentially the in-house law firm for the Justice Department. You, as you always do, you you have focused right on the smoking gun in this situation. If Merrick Garland, when he was whining to the Washington Post and trying to be like Hamlet, right, he was just, this thing was so, so incredibly important. He really had to think, you know, his, his his brow was knitted and and he prayed and he really thought about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Your point is, hey, there's Supreme Court cases out here. Where's OLC? You have an in-house law law firm. And I want you to tell people how this is the elite of the elite in the Justice Department. Tell us about OLC and and why the smoking gun here is why there's not an OLC opinion to back up Merrick Garland's rash, uh, illegitimate and illegal move, sir.
2: So yeah, as as we talked about, Merrick Garland sought an unprecedented unnecessary and unlawful home raid of a former president, a former president who also happens to be the number one political enemy of Merrick Garland's boss. And before Merrick Garland did this, he said he leaked to the to the media that he deliberated for weeks. He's trying to do damage control because he realizes that he screwed up by ordering this raid. So he he leaked out that he was very deliberative when he did this. Well, if he deliberated for weeks, On this unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful home raid where he went to a biased judge, Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt, and got an illegal home raid from a biased judge, why didn't he take the time to go to the Office of Legal Counsel within his own Justice Department or OLC? These are the best and brightest lawyers in America, uh, top students from top law schools, best clerkships, including on the Supreme Court, This is essentially the mini Supreme Court for the executive branch. Their opinions at OLC are binding on the executive branch. And that is, I would imagine, precisely why Merrick Garland did not get an opinion from OLC while he was deliberating for weeks before ordering this unlawful, unnecessary uh, home raid, unprecedented home raid of, of President Trump. And the reason is, is there is case law that is clearly on point here. Number one, The Supreme Court in 1988 reaffirmed that as commander in chief, the president of the United States has the inherent constitutional power separate from statutory authority, separate from regulations. He doesn't have to get Congress's permission for a bureaucrat who works for him. He doesn't have to get that bureaucrat's permission to declassify anything he wants for any reason he wants uh, in any manner he wants. Right. So there's that there's that uh, 1988 Egan case. So there goes. The Espionage Act violations that Merrick Garland are looking at, because it's impossible as a matter of law for the president to violate the Espionage Act by declassifying records. And a good example of that is in 2012, March 2012, President Obama leaned over to the uh, dictator of Russia, the president of Russia, our enemy, and he got caught on a hot mic. Obama got caught on a hot mic, telling the Russian president. That Obama would have more negotiating room after the presidential election in 2012. That is highly classified material. That is certainly detrimental to America for Russia to have that information. But the reason that the president of the United States, in that case, Obama, could not be charged under the Espionage Act for that is because he is the president. He is the ultimate declassifier. The authority comes from him constitutionally and it's delegated to others via statute and regulation. So the statutes and regulations apply to everyone else on the planet except for the president of the United States. And then the other reason that Merrick Garland should have got an OLC opinion is because it is the other charge that they're, they're looking at is that President Trump stole or misused or destroyed government property. Well, if you look at this 2012 decision from an Obama judge in the district court, uh, Tom Fitton, Tom Fitton at Judicial Watch sued President Clinton because he had tapes of his presidency in his sock drawer. And this was uh, uh, John Solomon at Judicial Watch who found this. So credit to him for this. But what this Obama judge said is is that he has the sole statutory authority to determine whether this is a presidential record that belongs to the government and then is given back to the president's former library or it's his personal record.
0: Mike, hang on for one second. We'll hold you briefly through the break. Uh, ben Harnwell is going to join us um, all next in the war room. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play
3: take action, do this today. wanted to get back into bio weapons research, but as you just pointed out, it was illegal to do offensive research. You can only do defensive research. And what does that mean? It means vaccine development. But a lot of defensive research, the same study, the same experiments that you use to develop vaccines are the same experiments that you use to develop bio bioweapons. The Pentagon wanted to start doing bioweapons, but they did not think that they could sell it to the world, that we are just developing vaccines, that the Pentagon is now putting all this money into vaccines. So instead, they fun- they funneled the money beginning in 2001 through Tony Fauci, $1.7 billion a year. Now it's $2.2 billion. They also gave Fauci a 68% raise attached to his bioweapons research. So that's one of the reasons he has to keep doing these gain-of-function studies, even when Obama ordered him to stop in 2014. He didn't stop. He continued developing the worst of those, you know, that technology, the gain-of-function technology at the University of North Carolina secretly and illegally. Uh, He took them. What happened that year is three of his bugs escaped. And the 300 scientists, leading scientists around the globe, wrote a letter to Obama saying, you got to stop Tony Fauci from developing these, playing these games of souping up, you know, these pandemic viruses because if one of them escapes, the trajectory would be uncontrollable. And so Obama passed a moratorium. Fauci immediately began violating that moratorium by continuing to fund the worst of these studies by Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina. He also moved a lot of those studies offshore, and to take his fingerprints off them, he laundered the money through this bioweapons grifter called Peter Daszak and his little group, Eco Health Alliance, who would distribute the money to the Chinese scientists at the lab. The Chinese were, you know, from 2013, they published a a paper, which is talked about in my book, where they said, where they were right, just open about it, saying we are making weapons. We're not pretending to make vaccines. We are making weapons. Tony Fauci was teaching them how to do that. But worst of all, and this puts the lie Everything he says about, oh, we were just trying to make vaccines, he funded Ralph Barrett to develop a system called the Seamless Legation System, which is a system, a technology for hiding the evidence of engineering on these coronavirus.
0: That is by the way i think it's from over a year ago when the book first came out the real anthony fauci i think it's one of the best interviews we've ever done i believe it was two hours on a saturday special with robert f kennedy jr it was mesmerizing. i i i, I want to go back to the ralph Barrick. i think nbc was doing some puff pieces on Barrick back in the spring i think it was in april of 2020 if memory serves me correctly and i think the war room, we're the first one to say hey Barrick is doing these experiments because of, and at the the woke, and for folks in Chapel Hill, University of North Carolina, the woke crowd down there, understand your day is coming. What Bobby Kennedy Jr. said right there is what we talked about in April when they had Barrick. Remember at first, Barrick was on NBC News, and he was this big hero. He'd been working on stuff. Let me repeat what Bobby Kennedy Jr. just said. This was illegal. And, un- and they kept it in the dark. This is the way Fauci, Fauci got around the Obama National Security Council total lockdown on what they were doing because they saw guys like at University of Maryland, which essentially is a kind of a commuter college. I hate I know the University of Maryland guys are going to go crazy. They started printing these results of gain of function. And I think even Barrick was doing down the lab at University of North Carolina, essentially unsupervised. And Peter Dosick, money laundering, I mean, Bobby Kennedy Jr. in the book, you got to get the real, everybody's got to get the real Anthony Fauci, and here's why. We're just at the very opening elements of this story. This investigation, that plays, and look, Harvey Risch is not uh, Steve Bannon. He's not running around with his hair on fire. Harvey Risch is about as steady Eddie as you're going to get, okay? He just said, no, no, no. I don't want the House investigation. That's all just going to be political theater. we got to go right to the criminality. We have to go right to the criminality. And the criminality here is going to shock the nation and shock the world. And we talk about the institutions. And everybody sitting there, "Oh, the deconstructed administration say, these guys are barbarians trying to throw out the government. No, these institutions need radical, radical, radical reform and purging. And we're going to do it. Okay, I want to bring in Naomi Wolf, who you know has been, uh, a, a, I think slandered to fame by every all these mainstream media and social media, and she's on the watch list from, from CDC. When you hear Bobby Kennedy, I think that interview from over a year ago, throwing down hard on Barrack and the whole scam they had on the on the gain of function, said they were looking for vaccines; these were all weapons. Put us in perspective that and and, and Tony Fauci's today. I got to spend more time with the family, traveling internationally, ma'am.
4: <laughs> yeah, I've got to stay one one step ahead of the uh, the leg irons and the handcuffs, um, and I mean that peacefully and with due process, of course. You know, it's a very big day, and I think it's so perfect for you to um, reclaim or reissue that interview with uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. and to have. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Risch say, no, go right toward um, criminal charges. That's fantastic um, because he is such a, a steady, sober scientist. Um, but I think what's really beautiful is the kind of metaphysical way in which the truth is emerging, like a shipwreck uh, it, with receding waters. And you can see the whole outline of the ship. And I, you know, these are people, all of us, right? All of us are people, Dr. Risch too, who have been... Uh, maligned, smeared, deplatformed, targeted. When I first interviewed Dr. Risch, he was uh, being represented as a conspiracy theorist, as was Dr. Alexander, as was Dr. McCullough. And it turns out a year and a half later, these are the truth tellers, these guys were right. And a year and a half ago, Dr. Fauci, Rochelle Walensky were being held up as kind of demigods, um, with people to whom we were supposed to make obeisance, The science. We weren't supposed to question them. Now, Rochelle Walensky is fleeing and, and trying to kind of dismantle her own uh, edifice of criminality faster than the law can catch up with her. Um, one press release after another saying, I didn't mean it. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, you know, let's totally restructure this giant agency before you can take a look at what we've done. Uh, Dr. Fauci's fleeing. Um, and 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 you and I and and Robert Kennedy and Dr. Rich have been proven abundantly correct. So I think this is more than David and Goliath. Although I do want to credit all of us for not shutting up for 14 months. Um, but I do f- think it's also the tides of history that we can't even explain, uh, where kind of God or the universe is saying, okay, that's enough disgusting lies and shameless unpunished criminality, I'll just lower the waters and everyone can see, you know, the full outline of this maleficent shipwreck that, um, that these people have created out of the science and the country and millions of bodies, right? Millions of babies, millions of elders. Um, we, we are just starting to tally the cost of what these murderers have done to our populations. And I guess one this last thing I want to say, he, sorry.
0: Yeah, go ahead. And but just hang on. We played a call open for Rish where they had the announcement of Fauci, and then they they ended it. Haley Jackson ended it with, you know, Pfizer, Moderna, they're coming. But Pfizer's coming back in for S, like a fifth booster for the latest version for this fall. I mean, they won't stop. It's relentless. They stop. They're 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 in your face. So the question is, this is teeing up, and it's beyond the Biden regime. It's beyond anything because of the of state. This is teeing up to be. I think one of the biggest, most profound investigations in the history of this nation to get to exactly the bottom of what happened, the bottom of how this thing came about, the bottom of, of people's recommendations on, on 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 courses of action and what backed it up and 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 and, and the whole vaccine, all of it. I mean, this is gonna galvanize the nation for good because the institutions need to be held accountable, like in any democracy. This is what democracy is about. Dr. Wolf, is this your vision of where this thing goes?
4: Well, at least. But let's also look at what you were saying a couple of beats ago, Steve. You you were basically saying, and, and and Mr. Kennedy was also saying, and it's true, I've read Mr. Kennedy's book and he's abundantly proven it, that there's a state within a state, right? Or a state above a state in which Dr. Fauci and Peter Dozick, An eco health alliance. I love when he says, you know, like a a grifter of uh, virology. Um, And China, right? China, 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 Um, are 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 making deals. Ralph Barrick, you know, ignoring the DOD, ignoring the, the NIH, effectively, ignoring the chain of command, ignoring the White House, ignoring President Obama saying this is now unlawful. You can't do this. And long ago, I said on Fox News to Tucker Carlson, Dr. Fauci doesn't work for us. And it was just an intuition I had based on my knowledge of how you work in the White House when you're actually working for the president. He clearly was behaving like he was in an alignment with other people who were unseen and unaccountable. Well, now we're seeing it, but it's so scary. Remember that my reporting showed that the injections, at least the Pfizer injections are being produced in concert with the Chinese Communist Party. And we're seeing massive devastation, deaths, illness, sterility now, right? Well, look where it all began. The virus was created with Dr. Fauci, with Dr. Barrick, with Dr. Daszak in concert with the Chinese Communist Party. The virus and the vaccine this is not just a corrupt bureaucrat. This is a, a traitor or a circle of traitors on a massive scale who have brought about mass murder and, and debility among the American people and the peoples of the West.
0: Okay, if you look at today, and by the way, it's been, it's been almost a crickets to where I thought it was going to be his praise. But where you do see blue check Twitter, they're coming out and saying, this guy's a hero. He's one of the great heroes in modern American history. This is a tale of two cities. What city is going to win in the end, ma'am?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised because these people are all on the payroll, right? And where they're not on the payroll, it's it's bots and trolls and AI. One of the things I texted you uh, yesterday, um, which was so shocking, is the CDC presentation in which they showed they knew to expect pregnancy and birth harms, and yet they. Forged ahead anyway. But at the bottom, they said uh, in in partnership with IBM Watson. Well, IBM is a private company and IBM Watson is AI. And what the CDC has been doing, and we're probably going to find the NIH doing it as well, is just farming out our our health data, our privacy, our private information um, to third parties. And, And where I'm going with that is AI has the capability to create a a narrative of Dr. Fauci is a hero and have, you know, millions of people on social media say iterations of Dr. Fauci is a hero or place, you know, tens of thousands of news articles in, our, in, in journals around the world in different languages. All at the same time, I go into this in my book, The Bodies of Others, um, saying Dr. Fauci is a hero. So, of course, right now, when Dr. Fauci is fleeing and it's huge news, we're not having organic news reactions that were normal up until even five or three years ago. We're having an AI news reaction. And also, you know, these blue checks are paid by the uh, trusted messenger program, by the you know, community influencer program. Dr. Fauci boasted about it. We're paying trusted people in the community to uh, carry forth the message of the vaccine.
6: Dr. Wolf,
0: just hang on for a second. I want to bring you back through the break. You get your social media. How do people still support and work on this amazing project in your book? Boris Epstein is also going to join us. The president goes on offense. All next.
2: We rejoice when no
6: more, let's take down. The
2: getter has arrived.
0: Okay, when I need to find out what the latest thinking Dr. Naomi Wolf is, I just go to get her. She's putting up information all the time. Dr. Wolf, what's your social media handles? How do people? You're not going to back down on your investigation on Pfizer, Moderna, or on, the Pfizer contrary. documents. Go. How do people? How do people find you, support you, and how they get to the book? The book's more relevant today than it's ever been on today of all days.
4: It's true. It's 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 such a, a big day, and it's uh. It's good to know that we've got an army of 3,500 volunteers who are more uh, fiercely committed than ever to bringing out truth after truth, report after report, based on the 55,000 Pfizer documents. They will not be stopped. They will not be deterred. Um, and in fact, there's a new report up by Dr. Robert Chandler uh, about um, the accumulation of these materials in ovaries. And um and a new report, also a uh, substack by Dr. Corey, that shows that actually, in his calculation later in the Pfizer documents, um, over seventy percent of the uh, pregnant women um, in that section of the Pfizer documents sustained miscarriages. So the signal is super high. Uh, we corrected an error last week. Um, immediately, but, um, in multiple places, both in the Pfizer documents and VAERS, there's a horrible indication of miscarriages, spontaneous abortions, and we're not going to be deterred. We're going to serve women and babies. And we're getting, you know, hundreds of emails saying, don't stop, don't be bullied, um, keep going. My daughter depends on you. My granddaughter depends on you. And, and we're going to stand up for the women and the babies of this world. So you can help us at dailyclout.io. Please support us. Um, We uh, need all your support. Um, You can go to Getter and see the webinar that Amy Kelly, the project director, and I did to answer everyone's questions about miscarriages in full and and go into depth in the harms that um, actually uh, boys and young men are facing from the lipid nanoparticles. Um, That report is up on Daily Clout. Um, And you can buy my book, The Bodies of Others at All Seasons Press, um, and let's keep moving ahead, moving ahead together, because, uh, you know, one with God is a majority and thirty five hundred with the yeah. truth is definitely a majority.
0: F- Fauci's resignation is just a just a, a, a milestone. Uh, Dr. Wolf, thank you. Honored to have you on here. Huge day. So Congrats. Glad, to be with
4: you all. glad to be standing okay. with you all on this day.
0: Uh, Yes, we love you and keep grinding. Okay, Boris, you've got 60 minutes worth of news and five minutes worth of time. So you take it, brother, and there's so much going on. You're on offense. Hit it. Steve,
6: absolutely. We're all offense today. A huge historic day and an honor for me to share the breaking news with the War Room audience, the War Room posse. President Trump, just in the last few minutes filing a robust motion pushing back on the unconstitutional, unwarranted, un-American break-in of Mar-a-Lago. President Trump demanding four things. One, the return of all property that was illegally seized. Two, appointment of a special master. A master is a special judge to oversee the process. Three, the stop of all review of, of property by the DOJ. And then very very, very vitally for a full and true and honest inventory of the property that was taken and the current location of that property, the disclosure of the location of that property. So where do we stand? President Trump on offense now, demanding that this overbroad warrant be effectively thrown out but be be canceled by a higher judicial entity that's filed in the Southern District Court of Florida. So asking for the Southern District Court of Florida to come in and have the judicial oversight necessary to right the wrongs of the break-in of the raid at Mar-a-Lago.
0: Early today, did, did the magistrate kind of crack under pressure? I mean, didn't he essentially agree with President Trump that this thing was so unique that they couldn't, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be covering anything up at all. Should be transparent. Or did I misread that?
6: Effectively, yeah. The magistrate judge, you know, who's had recused himself in a prior case that President Trump was involved in just two months ago, this magistrate judge has now stated that really the DOJ doesn't have a leg to stand on in terms of keeping the full affidavit from the American public. We're going to know more about that on Thursday. That's when the government has to produce the proposed redactions to the affidavit. But the judge already saying that. There's really no reason to not have the full affidavit out there. Remember, affidavits are where the DOJ has historically lied in terms of FISA, in terms of your know, Carter Page, General Michael Flynn, and others. This filing today has to do with the improper, illegal, unconstitutional break-in, search and seizure of the president's home, and how to handle that property. And also, President Trump there, toward the end, stating that he is happy to give documents uh, back to the archives to give them to the archives before they're needed for the future future Donald J. Trump Presidential Library and Museum. By the way, so
0: this was not, I thought what was most powerful about this, this is not like in some hot moment, some reaction. You guys thought about this, the president thought about this for a couple of weeks a day, I think it was two weeks to the day. Is that the power of this, that he really thought about it, got some lawyers in there and said, hey, I'm just not going to tolerate this, I'm sick
6: of it? No doubt about it. It's strong. It's powerful. It also specifically lays out the presidents and his teams, all our belief that this was politically motivated and that weaponization of law enforcement has no standing, has no room in America. This was a politically motivated attack on, on President Trump at his home in Mar-a-Lago. He's fighting back strongly and he's continuing to stand up for what's right in America which is the prevention of politicization and weaponization of law enforcement against political opponents. We also, in there, you'll see a footnote laying out just how strong President Trump's standing is right now, up by 40, 50 on anybody else who even thinks about running in 2024 and crushing Biden in hypothetical matchups as well. Also referencing the midterms. Interesting to note that the break-in was literally 90 days to the day, three months to the day of the midterms. It happened on August 8th. The midterms on November 8th, 2022, coming right up. So President Trump, full offense today, not taking an inch back, continuing to stand with American people and fight against this tyrannical overreach of the government.
0: Remember, there's no conspiracy, but the no coincidence on the nine days. One thing, please uh, tell the president from the Moment of Truth summit. I think 1,500, 1,700 people, you know, volunteers from all over the country, not open to the public, steely, cold resolve, 1,000% support of the president, and kind of cold fury about the outrage. Not to come on. you know, they don't want to just talk over the top of their head. They want this thing sorted, and they're furious about it. Real quickly, your social media, Boris.
6: No doubt about it. BorisCP.com is the website hot on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Hot on Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. Hottest on the ground, Boris underscore side. Stay strong. God bless all offense, and I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Stick around for Battleground. We're going to New York and Florida. Game day tomorrow. See you back here in a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants. War Room Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're gonna be part of the posse, you need a strong heart, you need a lion's heart. How we're gonna do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.
3: They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America